Hello, everyone. This is Jack. This is Chris. And this is Ryan, and welcome back to another installment of HalfCast at theonlypodcast.com. Well, folks, hell is frozen over. Chris has a beard. It's temporary. Okay. Yeah. He decided he was going to grow it finally, just well, for, no, no. for shits and gigs. <laughs> a, now, week, a week ago, I was challenged by this. the other three to grow yeah. some facial hair in some capacity. We didn't force and, you into uh, it. You no, you didn't, but you, you challenged me, and you I accepted, we held you, him down accepted the challenge. Challenge accepted. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, so he's got a little bit of scruffiness going on, and it works. He hates it. He hates it. I can, yeah. yeah. He hates it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I kept but, it so I could show Ryan tonight, and I'm going home and shaving it. Now, this... this um, Beard that he has going here. There are several different subtle levels of uh, beardiness. Of beardum. Uh, beardum. Yeah. So Jack. Uh, Jack has a little bit of uh, of the scruff going on. It's like the uh, 11 a.m. shadow. And then Chris Which has five like, o'clock shadow for the, the five rest of us. Shadow for the rest of the world. <laughs> you know, I suffer from the same 11 a.m. shadow, so I, I feel Jack on that one. Mm, yeah, but you don't shave at 10 a.m. We get an 11 a.m. shadow. <laughs> uh, that's, oh, true. that's true. Yeah, I'm not quite as hairy as you. Jack Fuck. does have it the worst. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, this is <laughs> won't go away. <laughs> you so you have a there's that five you know five o'clock shadow beard and then there's like the lazy beard where you didn't shave for a couple of days, but you you know you shave your neck and your cheeks mm-hmm. and yeah. then there's the unemployment beard where you just don't shave anything. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Chris is at the uh, know where your neck the two day laziness mean. beard right now. When do you know it's like, not? It is. It's a week. This is a, a that, beard. that's a week. That's oh, a man, week. That's what I look like after like a day and a half. Really? Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> wow. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess because you well, shave so much, your hair is afraid to come out. It <laughs> could be. My whiskers Jesus. are terrified of fresh air. Hold the line. Must be. He's got the Hold the yeah. line. He's got the blades. <laughs> See you on the other side. Hide behind yeah. the epidermis. Wait for my oh, command. God, he's got a razor that has seven blades now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's Jesus a madman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're dealing with a professional a man, here. Man. But anyway, yeah. We, we just dodged the attack yesterday. <laughs> well, yeah, he's getting rid of it tonight. Just I'm just, I don't like it. facial hair on myself, yeah. but since you all have said, oh, we've never seen you with any facial hair, because I used to have a goatee years ago, I had a goatee. Well, I can cross it off my bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Well, Saw Chris with a beard. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> you all have been clamoring for it, so yeah, I been. did this for you. Oh. Well, we are appreciative motherfuckers then. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Well, you're a fan. You insist I keep it, but I don't want to yes, keep it. I do insist. One day. One day. <laughs> yeah. One day I, I will bring it back. Yeah. For now, though, no. All right. Let's talk about the subject at hand, though. Okay. Which would be uh, pleasant for the people who are planes. like, I thought this was about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the long overdue half cast about their return flight from California. Oh, man, let me which, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin? What a disaster. Um, it was. was a bit of a calamity coming back, which our traveling on this trip was so smooth overall that it was kind of expected that there should be some kind of hiccup somewhere along the way. We did hit a bit of traffic heading back to expected. LAX. <laughs> Yeah, but there's always something. I mean, there usually is. But in this case, we did hit a little bit of traffic heading back to LAX from Burbank, where we were staying. Which was nothing worse than anything I've seen in New Jersey. Yeah, the as much as people bitch about the LA traffic, it's they, they haven't driven yeah, on the Garden State Parkway. Yeah, live in New Jersey. It wasn't that horrendous. No, it's not. But at that's, any point. Yeah. At all. But that's what gets complained about out there, but I don't know if they have New Jersey as a basis for comparison. Mm. Well, everyone should. Uh, so, ran into a little bit of confusion... When we finally got back to return our rental car, which it, it had more to do with we weren't checked in. We were just kind of told where to pull up and we were supposed to get a receipt when they came and verified the car. Okay, this is you. All right, this is your, here's your slip. Bring it in. You're done. So 
we're sitting there waiting for somebody to come up. Nobody ever came up to the car. It seemed like they kind of just bypassed us. So we thought, okay, well, let's just go. Tell me, turn it in the car, and that's that. So we go into the counter. We wait on a decent line. It wasn't terribly long. And uh, finally, the woman said, well, you didn't get a slip from the guy outside. No, we didn't get a slip from the guy outside. Well, do you have your confirmation? So we had to go digging for the confirmation, which... Here's the car. Uh, we had, yeah. We drove yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Buried under eight days' worth of uh, accumulated crap mm. in, I don't know whose... That was my book bag. Yeah, backpack. I had yeah, all that shit. Yours. Yeah. But anyway, so we got out of there and then hopped on the shuttle. Now, at this point, with some unexpected traffic delays and then delays waiting for the rental car... And we finally get to the terminal, and Jack and Ryan check in their bags for the flight home. Strangely, though, when they went to check in their bags, when we printed our boarding passes, for some reason we had no seat assignments. So actually the woman who came over to obviously verify, you know, Ryan Tiger, Jack DeFranco's bags, we when she came over, we asked her, like, well, we don't have any seats marked on there. What, what do we do? They said, oh, they'll give them to you when you go up to the counter. When you go to board the plane, I'm like, oh, okay, we didn't really think much of it. Like, yeah, we weird, thought, all right, well, okay. whenever we bought the tickets, we should be, be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we make our way over the security line, which is I don't know, about a, about a mile First long. First and foremost, LAX is just if you people if you visit there, it's horrible, and it's been under that construction apparently for years and years and years, and nothing's being done. Yeah, I don't know yeah, the Continental part United airport, yeah, Terminal. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, there was. I don't know. Well, it's such a breeze on the way in, though. Yeah, well, we that's what I mean. I've, <laughs> I you had wires like... hanging out of the ceiling. You had tiles missing. You had boards That everywhere. construction was still going on when I went November, when I went two months later. Oh, apparently. That, that still looked exactly apparently, like apparently it did. It's been going on for years, and nobody's done anything about it, but got coffee. Well, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if uh, the United people are going to step in now that they've acquired Continental, which we'll get to in a moment. Mm-hmm. Their tax dollars at work. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our flight was moved up. We were supposed to go to Oh, that's right. I did forget and that. At yeah. 2.10 p.m., our flight was supposed to take off because the, the flight got the back. The flight came in early. Yeah. Like the flight that was coming into LAX, the same plane that we were taking to Newark, yeah. so arrived early. So they moved the flight up 20 minutes. To convenience there. us, they moved us up 20 minutes, not knowing, yeah, not how knowing. much of a fuckery this whole Yeah, so at this point, was. we're getting online for security 10 minutes before the flight starts boarding, essentially, because it's 40 minutes before we were supposed to board. And. Yeah, two hours and all that other stuff, but we had hit more traffic. We didn't expect it was going to take as long as it did to return the rental car, whatever. So we finally get through the initial line to get up to go through security around the time the flight starts boarding. All right, fine. We get through security pretty much unscathed. It was There were no major holdups there. Yeah, that line was moving quickly. Got up there. Yeah, the yeah. line, though, was a good 25 minutes. Oh, we were waiting in line to even yeah. get to we security. We thought we were yeah. going to miss the flight even at that point. Yeah, we were, we were all standing just, in that little yeah. snake line before the escalator. And, and they were taking, what, 10 people at a time? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, by that point, we had like 15 minutes left until the flight started boarding, and we're like, we're not going to get on this flight. Well, 15 minutes left before it, 15 minutes before it before left. Before boarding, rather. yeah. No, no, no. They started boarding yeah. 10 minutes after we got we there. We got yeah. up the escalator like 145 or something around there, and then yeah. went into security. No, it wasn't even that. They started boarding when we went upstairs because yeah. that's why we were screwed up when we went up, basically got through security and reassembled ourselves, put our oh. belts and shoes back on. We get online to go to the counter to get our seat assignments, and what happens but the flight's overbooked, so we'll have to see if we can get you on the plane. What? <laughs> Granted, we bought these tickets three months ago to the day, right? and we were set to go home. Yeah, and, and they like, sold what do you seats. mean it's over? <laughs> Sold. How does that happen? 
How do they? <laughs> how do they, how do they yeah, sell yeah, more? Here, how, how many tickets than there are seats? Have a system in place, and then you change that system just because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like here's there's 300 seats on the plane. You can't sell 325 tickets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like but that, they did. Was lost. <laughs> yeah, they did yeah. somehow. So I said, all right, well, we'll see what we can do to get you on the flight. And I think I clarified for them because I'm pretty sure I was up there at the counter first. I don't yeah. remember. And I said, well, there are three of us. We obviously like to get on the plane at the same time. If we don't mm-hmm. sit next to each other, whatever, but we'd like yeah. to all get on the flight. So the three of us just move over by the seating area to wait. At this point, there are a bunch of people waiting to get on the flight, and they're offering comps for people who will give up their seat on this flight and take a later flight. We don't know when the later flights are going to be, but... At this point, Jack and Ryan have checked their bags, so we want to get on this flight because their bags are flying on this flight. Like two oh six at this point. Yeah, the the plane's taking off in like four minutes, so we're there. We're waiting on the side, and there were a few people who were pissed because they were waiting as well to see if any seats yeah. opened up, and they then, weren't moving. The same people who got there, who were there when we got up there, yeah, are still there moved. waiting, and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, there were a couple guys who were like heated. Yeah, like, like really we heated about it. Got there, and I don't blame them. So finally, they call my name. I go up to the desk, guy prints boarding pass, and he passed it to me. He said, board. So I start walking over, and then I stop, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, let me make sure the other two get on this flight. Jack DeFranco, all right, and he calls Jack over the counter, prints a boarding pass Jack. I was like, all right, what seat do you have? And we looked at him like, all right, we're not sitting together. Fuck it. We're on the flight. Whatever. Then they call Ryan, and he gets up the counter, and he's like, uh, okay, I don't have any other seats left. Hold on a minute. So he goes through the... Little hallway. At this that, point, Ryan is seething like oh, I'd never I was, seen. I was oh, already, just just the yeah. fact. I mean, we all were, but I was like, relax. I'm sure we'll get on the flight. I'm sure we'll get on the I flight. I had never yeah. seen you that angry at anything. Oh, yeah. ever. Like, I dropped my bag well, on the floor. I started cursing, like, in public. Well, I was <laughs> like, throwing my head up in the air. I was like, fuck. What it the was fuck? about to get worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the guy comes back. He's like, all right. He's like, I don't, I don't have any more seats. And I'm like, well, I was like, well, then we, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, we're supposed to be traveling together. He's like, well, He's like, I have to split you guys. I have to put them on a later flight. And at this point... We handed our passes. Yeah, we handed our passes. Jack and I handed we our passes over. Without, we were like, we're not leaving without Ryan. We're not going to leave we him stranded here. Not knowing, yeah, not knowing what time he was going to get a flight back, or what day for that matter, because we didn't even know. There was no guarantee he was going to get on a flight that day. If they were all oversold like ours was, we were like, oh, we, we had no idea what to do. We were like, here, then give our seats away to someone else. And there was a girl who looked like she was maybe like 18 or 19. She was crying. She was crying on the phone with presumably one of her parents saying like i can't get on the flight blah, blah blah and it seems that she got my seat or jack's seat because she did end up getting on the flight thankfully all the more reason i was happy to give up the pass because i mean she was a kid she was probably traveling alone for the first time because she was young mm-hmm. and she was really really upset whereas the three of us at least have each other yeah so it was fine like if we had to stay longer and all that no big deal so they close up the hatch and the plane's gonna leave and uh, we're told we will find out details shortly. So the same gentleman who was at the counter helping us uh, comes over to the three of us, and he says, listen, guys, I apologize. I understand you're being mad. I'm mad myself because it's the third time this has happened to me this week. And what do you say, um, the day before? That Monday it, before, it was like 60 people. Oh, yeah, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And they had to have stranded, four yeah. cops come up. like Something like, yeah, something 60 got people wild, got yeah. bumped from a flight. Because the flight was oversold as well, and he's like, "I don't understand all that." And I don't, I just, I don't understand how that happens. I really, don't. I don't either. But the only theory we had was because of the Continental and United merge. We didn't know if 
that had something to do with it because how recent was that the merge was it around the time we booked it they were just kind of that's still not I think really it was around august that's still not even really done yet though like that's that's something that's a continuing process well, for it to fully take shape well yeah you will. i mean when i flew in november all the messages were changed over to united mm-hmm. as far as the, the thing at the beginning the video telling you how to use your seatbelt and you know, in case of a sudden drop in cabin pressure and all that, that w- those were all United messages. Yeah. And they were kind of transitioning some of the logos on some of the planes themselves and getting Continental off there and using like the Globe mm-hmm. kind of logo, but United instead of Continental was yeah. printed above it. So whatever. But I don't know how this happened. And he's like, what if you guys split up? Is it okay if you guys split up? And we're like, no. Personally, I wouldn't have cared getting bumped. I was more concerned for the two of you because you guys had bags on the flight. That we're already going to be heading back to Newark without and that's you. That's fairly nerve wracking too, like yeah. having your luggage on another flight <laughs> than the one you're on. You know, of and course, you're not sure where it's going to go or how you're going to find it when you get there. Yeah, exactly. That happened to me once. My bags didn't make it onto a flight, and I had to wait like an hour and a half at LAX. One time when I was flying back from New Jersey to LAX when I was living out there, mm-hmm. I had to wait because the bags didn't make it onto the flight. Yeah, so I had to hang out in the airport for actually like two hours after I landed and wait for the bags to come in on the next flight. It was. Oh, it was That's, annoying. That would piss me off so much. I mean, I was home at least, but it was still yeah, like late scary, at night. Though, like all the stuff you have, all your personal belongings could be taken by somebody else or just not found. And, oh, easily because yeah. you don't know if they don't make it on the flight. Who knows where they are? It was one of the many concerns. Did they make it I on the next flight? Yeah. Of course. This happened to all the shit I bought. Yeah, souvenirs plus your clothes, mm-hmm. things like that. Which well, I think we, most of it was clothes anyway, but still. But still, you're it's concerned like, about stuff. your thing. Yeah, yeah, it's your stuff. You want it. That's the reason you checked it and put it on the flight so it can go home with you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, this gentleman was especially understanding, and he was like, I understand. He's like, I'm going to do everything I can to get you guys on a flight soon and to keep the three of you together on a flight. I'm like, all right. And the whole time now, we're calling home, calling our girlfriends and parents and anybody else with specific need to uh, know what's going on with us, especially because my father was going to be picking us up at the airport and driving all of us back. Yeah. So I obviously wanted to keep them informed. And of course, we had to let all our loved ones know what was going on and yeah. that we didn't know when we were getting on a flight and all this other nonsense. My parents nonsense. were tracking the flight, too. My yeah. mom and dad were at home tracking the flight just to make sure everything was going okay. Yeah, of course. Make sure your luggage landed on time, even though you didn't. <laughs> yeah. but, so originally, our choices were, um, when they came back to us, it was a flight connecting to Denver the next day. I think we had to have like a six-hour layover in Denver and then back to LaGuardia, no less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so not even back to Newark. And they would reroute our luggage to LaGuardia. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we flew out of Newark. We wanted to go back into Newark. But it was yeah. easier. But it would have also killed all of Friday because we had obviously scheduled mm-hmm. to, as we, as we mentioned, go to Wildwood the day after we got back. Yeah. Us and a bunch of friends were all going to go down to Wildwood for the day, just have a big day out, and we thought... Mm-hmm. And they rearranged their schedules, too, to Yeah, exactly, there. to make yeah. sure that they had the day off because we were going to be coming back from California the day before. So this just threw a, a monkey wrench in our whole program, and it was frustrating. But, yeah, the other option was... It was like 7 o'clock 7 a.m. Saturday, Saturday morning. morning and uh, landing at Newark at, like, 3 p.m., mm-hmm. which was going to be which a direct was... flight, but that means we're also staying two extra nights. And yeah. they said we'll um, comp you for hotel and meals and all that, but... But still, yeah. But still, like we were planning on flying home this day, and that would have meant a couple more new fresh clothes to have on our backs anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I was, like I said, if I was flying by myself, I'm more familiar with the area. This is the first time you guys have been there. If I 
was in that situation, I would have been like, fine. If there are other people, look at people driving with kids and all that, because some of them got bumped too. Mm-hmm. There were probably like 10 or 12 people, aside from us, who uh, had been bumped off this flight, which is I mean, it's frustrating. And it's got to be frustrating for the people on the front, front line, the people who were checking passengers in at the gate and printing boarding passes and all that. Obviously, it has nothing to do with them, and that was my whole outlook the entire time, just thinking, all right, let's keep perspective. It has nothing to do with the people who are in front of us. They just work for Continental yeah. slash United, so we can't get angry with them. We're, yeah. we're frustrated by the situation. we all know what it's like to work in some sort of customer service position and be yelled at or threatened. Yeah, or, and have zero control you know, over the situation. Yeah, it's and, not your fault that this is going on. And the guy who helped us was just completely cool. He was. He, was. he totally Frank understood. Frank really tall, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he was. He was about yeah. um, seven, <laughs> Nine eight. Nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> But Ryan still would have faced them down if he if we had to fly home Saturday. <laughs> oh hell yeah. yeah! I would have climbed him like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fast forward after waiting around maybe like ten fifteen minutes, it didn't take long. We we're like, is there anything we can do today? Is there anything we can do today? And he just said, there's another flight leaving at I think three thirty or three forty, mm. like an hour hour and a half later. But you're definitely going to get comps. You guys are going to get uh, three hundred dollar vouchers. Uh, which are good for any continental flight in the future, and I'll copy you guys for meals as well for the delay. So I think we got like $10 for meals, which I think I was the only one who was able to redeem it. Yeah. But yeah. I grabbed you guys some stuff too. I was like, fuck the food, I'm not missing this Yeah, I'm yeah. not missing this we flight. So I was like, all right, just watch my yeah. bag, I'll be right back. Because I was starving at this point too, because I, I knew we weren't probably going to eat on the plane. Mm. And I'm thinking, all right, we're not going to get to eat for like another I don't know, nine hours. Mm. I just need to eat something. Cause I, in a case like that, I probably would have freaked out. Yeah. I mean, they have the meals for, for purchase. On the flight, which actually aren't, they're not that bad. I got one on my flight bad. back in, the in who I November. Like, Ooh. Yeah, I, I got one in November on my way back, I have to say, on, on on my return flight to New Jersey, and it was pretty good. It was like six bucks, but it, it, it had some good snacks in it, I must say. Mm-hmm. But regardless, that, that was secondary to actually getting on a flight. But we ended up getting on the flight. He went down with us and made sure the three of us were put on the flight, and I think he took care of another was it another couple or was it like a parent and a child? I don't remember who else. I think it was a parent and a child. If yeah, I'm and mistaken. he went down with like the five of us because he got us on the flight and he said we need to make sure they get on this flight and all that. And he printed our vouchers and uh, we got on the flight and ended up going home. So fortunately, we landed like an hour and a half later. Instead of landing at 10 o'clock, we landed at like 1130. Yeah. Not drastic, but still a pain in the ass. But it was really lost on us how a flight could be overbooked. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just simple math. I don't, I don't understand how that gets lost in the static. <laughs> I don't understand either. I get that empty seats have no value if a plane takes off with empty seats, but how many people show up and try and get on a flight like when they get to the airport who don't yeah. have a ticket? People who didn't book three months in advance like we did. Yeah. And I guess only three months, and maybe that's why we got bumped. Maybe we were... Some of the last people to... Well, how far in advance do you have to buy a friggin' plane ticket? I don't know. Two that's, years in advance I mean. to make sure you actually get on your flight? Yeah, I know. The whole thing is, is ridiculous. I don't understand how something like that happens, but unfortunately, <laughs> we got bumped. I mean, we got a good cop. It ended up being yeah. very much in our favor. $300 in exchange for waiting an hour and a half was fine. Yeah. And so Jack and Ryan's luggage... cover most of our plane ticket back next year. Yeah, exactly. Country, so. <laughs> Jack and Ryan's luggage was waiting there mm-hmm. when we got back to Newark, yeah, which was fine. Yeah, that was no problem. Everything was set aside, bags from the previous flights and all that. So it really wasn't a problem. And obviously my father came and, and met us when we were there. When we got there, he was already waiting for us at Newark. So it wasn't that bad, but I just didn't understand how this even happened in the first place. I don't get how this can happen. And how it happened three times in one week. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. And how, how like 60 people got bumped from one flight is, that's like 20% of the people who fit on the damn plane. Yeah. 
That's atrocious. It yeah. really is. I, I don't I mean, understand. That's a colossal fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at what level was it decided, all right, we're going to bump all these people on several different flights during the week? That's completely lost on me. Upper management. All those just have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Somebody's mess to clean up. But, I mean, at the same time, they're handing out essentially free plane tickets for future use. So, does it really serve them any good? No. To bump people? Because in the end, they're giving everybody comps anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to cost the airline in That's some capacity. coming out of their pocket. Definitely. Aside from people who won't want to fly, well, what is now United again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I you do lose customers over shit like that, mm-hmm. even if that happens once. Like, well, when it's, when that's it's enough tra- to piss like certain people off to the point where they're like, oh, I'm done. Well, when it's, you know? it's travel and it's based on time, like stuff in our situations, working in customer service or retail or what have you, more often than not, people are dealing with some kind of uh, loss of money spent on merchandise or like defective merchandise or something like money lost somewhere. Time isn't replaceable. So I think people are way more fragile when it comes to travel and time frames and having to give up possibly a whole day in our case, if not two, because we would have missed out on our day in Wildwood. And then if we had to fly Saturday, you guys had work on Saturday. Yeah, also. we both had yeah. to return to work on Saturday. So we would have missed work as well, which I couldn't have afforded to miss the day, frankly, no. and I'm sure Ryan couldn't have either, because no. Ryan was just starting the, the newer job at the time. So yeah. it was it was just ridiculous, and I just I wish stuff like that was taken into account when these merges happen. I don't even know if it has anything to do with the merge. That was my one suspicion, and that's what some other people no, it, it plays who were a waiting factor somewhere. In there. I'm sure it yeah. has to. I don't know. Maybe I think it's the key factor, but there's something in there. It's just the system. It's probably their system. They just didn't take a lot of things into account. Didn't look at who they had and. And yeah, just, just over I don't, I don't the overselling thing. I don't understand what the logic is. If someone knows why this happens, you can yeah, obviously email email in. into the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd we, like to hear from you. We'd love to hear something if you're aware. Shed some light on this bullshit. It's one of the yeah. bean counters in the tower somewhere who fucked up somewhere. <laughs> yeah. One of the bean counters <laughs> like that, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they have in the in the aeronautical age. Bean counters. Yeah. <laughs> They're somewhere. But and that's what I get for having a last name that starts with a T as well. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, we were alphabetical, in alphabetical we? order, and I was the one who was left behind because my name is towards the end of the good old alphabet. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think of that, but that could be a, a consideration too. I didn't think about that. So when that happened, I was like, like "Fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding?" Yeah, because I would have felt horrible had I gone and boarded the flight and been in my seat. Yeah, because we weren't going to be seated next to each other anyway. If I assumed you guys were on the flight, or if I assumed. At well, least Jack and I were on the flight. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I'm sure one of you would have called me or sent me a message or something be like, he's not on the flight. I would have gotten up and been like, nope, that's it. Because I only had a duffel bag and a backpack with me. So I had all, I had two carry-ons with me. And I was, yeah. I would have been fully prepared to take them and <laughs> head back onto the onto the platform and, and wait. Mm-hmm. Or rather, on the in the terminal. Yeah, we but stuck together. There was no way we weren't leaving one another. Yeah, there's not a chance. Not a chance at all. Alas, uh, that's the... True, unfiltered story, which uh, we really have no kind of conclusion to because we don't know exactly. <laughs> Ultimately, we got home, but we don't know why it happened. Yeah. Wildwood Day was fun, though. Yeah, the next day was awesome. So, yeah, indeed. Very, very happy we got on a yeah. flight that late. No, yeah, really. Happy though, ending. We can give plenty of thanks and appreciation to the people who were working at the desk, though, uh, that Absolutely. particular day. And we're not going to give out anybody's names, but they, they were fantastic and they did what they could. The one gentleman who helped us in particular yes. and saw that we got on that next flight out from LAX to Newark was amazing and, and really stepped up and took care of us. So we do appreciate that. Unfortunately, 
Whatever happened to the higher level, Jesus, if someone's listening, please do what you can to make sure yeah. people aren't getting bumped like this. Fix this. If you please. didn't see anything when you went back to no- California in November, there wasn't people waiting in line, there wasn't anything... No. I had actually gone order. with the anticipation with, all right, on my flight back, I don't care if I get bumped, if that happens again, because I was flying alone. Mm-hmm. And because if they're going to put me up in a hotel or something, whatever, like I... I also okay. wasn't. I was. I wasn't going to be back to work two days later. It wouldn't have been a big deal. And I would have taken yeah. another three hundred. If you acted pissed off enough, yeah, they'd yeah. give you another comp for get another flight. <laughs> well, no. If you, if you get you kind of if you get bumped anyway, the they give you one. Of that. Yeah. You said, well, if they caught me again, I got another ticket. Well, I said <laughs> yeah. that. That's exactly what I said with the expectation. Same as last time with my father picking me up. I said, well, look, if they offer me something, if the flight's oversold again, I'll take it. But no, I got on the plane, no problem. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was incredibly smooth when I went back in November. It was, uh, I had no problems flying into LAX, picking up the rental car, heading to <laughs> heading back to Burbank. And same thing when I came back. Didn't hit any real traffic heading back to return the rental car, got on the shuttle right away, got over, got up in the terminal plenty of times, able to sit and eat and relax and all that shit. Hopefully so. next year when we go back to California... This doesn't happen again. Yeah, yes. especially because we're going to be traveling with a larger party. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, look That's out. Hopefully, hopefully this continental United shit will be straightened out, or at least people getting bumped from flights in significant numbers. Hopefully, it'll be straightened out. Mm-hmm. It better be. But alas, if you've been waiting, now you finally heard the story of what happened to us on our return flight to California. So, you're welcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks for hanging in there. Sorry we didn't deliver this sooner. It's been uh, a long time coming, hmm. but until. You hear us again until we're back in your ears. This is Chris. This is Ryan. And this is Jack. And this has been another edition of Halfcast.